Mark Wright. For those wedded to the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who sacrifice relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Bass Agenda 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 Agenda. This is DJ Zamigo, and you're listening to Bass Agenda. to Base Agenda, episode 127. Another really packed show for you this week. And uh, not much room to breathe, we've got nothing but fast, powerful music for you. In part one, we've got an interview and track selections from Portugal's DJ Z Miguel, a man who's been around 20 years, DJing and producing authentic, hard, party-focused techno. Track list in the show will be up for download 
sometime over the weekend on soundcloud.com slash bassagenda. It'll also be added to the iTunes stream as well. So make some elbow room, stand up and enjoy this one. Let's have some fun with it. Two of the show today as well. We've got a great mix from Shan X from Spain, electro producer and DJ, back from hiatus. And his mix uh, includes a couple of new tracks from him, unreleased stuff, so look out for that. Lots of high BPM, spacey, bassy electro for you. Second, DJ Z Miguel is going to talk to us about how he first got into music and how it all began in the fourth year of school. You know, it, it, it fell upon me the job of bringing the, the old proverbial brick with some cassette tapes and just basically feed the, the, the class uh, some music, uh, maybe during carnival or some other festivity. And so it's a bit, a bit random really, uh, but I just kind of uh, felt like, uh, I would say I kind of fell in love with the thing of like putting some some tape with some odd music and having people, you know, dancing to it, or kids, <laughs> you know, and that was like, uh, it was really puzzling, uh, I, don't, I don't know what, what, but it just triggered something, I guess, you know, it was like the, the birth of Frankenstein. <laughs> I was lucky enough that my dad was getting records somewhat regularly and all of a sudden it's like okay you can take one record that you like and from those like uh, uh, almost weekly trips it ended up to a point where I was getting most of the records and he was getting one for himself you know of course these were more like uh, top 10 stuff I cannot tell you why but I was getting mainly uh, the 12 inch the maxi singles you know which always had like the dance version or the club version and then some other bonus tracks and these were like the ones that really got my attention you know and then uh, from then on it was like the the break dance and uh, later on it started with the acid house so I, I mean I was always very connected shall we say uh, very interested so I, I was like uh, absorbing everything I could get my hands on
each of the show, the way the thing works. I ask our guests to choose some tracks that are important to them or that they're proud of. This next one coming up is one that DJ Z Miguel's really pleased with. It's a remix of one of his own tracks, a track called Clash the Classics, the Tico Torres remix. He's kind of developed this style of really going for old funk and jazz records and being able to give them a twist. And the original track is not like a very typical track of mine. So I, I was, that involves a little bit of a sampling from, a, well, maybe not the most known track of um, Bob Marley. But, but uh, the way Tico grabbed it, it totally made uh, a totally new track, played at the right time. It totally, totally turns the, 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 the floor around, you know? You can, and I, I really like that, you know, being able to go from like really abrasive stuff or, you know, just, you know, four to the floor, everyone, you know, jumping about, and then suddenly you go into like a totally different territory. and you are listening to Base Agenda Radio. Keep it locked. I was going on to Martinez, you know, in the, in the afternoons, the, and, and the, the hip house movement was more or less uh, starting. So that was that was like my push, you know. Then so that that's that's when I found out that you needed special turntables because before that, you know, and making my own uh, slip mats on just basically some um, some plastic bags from uh, the supermarket, you know, the, that was the ones that were really thick. So I, you know, and so that I could use my hands to pitch records. So you know, it's basically just trying to learn with whatever was available. And I think only when I was around my 16 years or something that I finally got some Technics decks.
slipping into Sirius Brown, a track called Believe. sort of like the most known track of him but it's again it's a track that is like really powerful really good for the floor and then again you get like a very um i remember the first time i heard it, it was like something popped up popped out because it has also some uh, like disco stuff but it works i think the first time i played it i was a bit like mm, I don't know if this is gonna work or not, you know? And then, you know, first time it was okay. Second time I played it somewhere else, then it really worked. And I think a lot of these things, of course, you really have to choose the, the right timing to, to throw them on the floor, right? But, you know, it is, it, it, it is so, 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 so powerful, the track. And, you know, it really works. It really works. And he's he's done some some more like uh, housey discoy stuff, which is okay, but it's not really exactly my cup of tea. But this one kind of hits hits the spot.
month ago I had like this massive studio and it was just me with a, a small synthesizer not really fitted for dance music but could do dance music and just doing like all the wrong things at all the right ways I guess and sort of this track is a bit of that uh, but uh, with the twist I mean it's all done on the computer uh, which is basically just me with my laptop and, and my headphones. I did use um, an Arturia se hardware sequencer to do some of the parts because it just it just made sense and I was just trying it out as, as I'm a um, uh, product specialist for Arturia over here in Portugal. So I was just, you know, trying it out and just doing some stuff. And it's all, it's all um, digital, you know, it's all okay, it's a couple of... Uh, sort of vintage emulators from Arturias also um, but it's sort of a, a testament to how uh, slash analog <laughs> you can sound because it's all on the way you like your sounds on the way you place them on the way you create them it, it's not so much I mean who's hearing doesn't really give a damn if it's analog or digital you know it's like the, 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 the same thing with the sync DJ and the, and the deck uh, vinyl DJ, you know? Uh, if it works in the end, that's what matters, you know? I mean, we, we can all have our loves and hates and preferences, but I mean, it, what matters is the final result. And I find this sometimes a little bit uh, extreme. for instance I mean that that was like the track you know for my my first very strong track and indeed it was released on squeeze like my first release but it got re-released a couple of times and even on, on all those demos that I sent it was still carrying those tracks uh, a couple of, uh, of those tracks from the first release and basically anyone that responded wanted that track as well you know, so and for me it was very special. You know, because the first time that I heard and it, it, it kind of felt like okay, this sounds like you know a track that other people could have made. I mean, this sounds serious. It's not just a kid behind a computer and a synthesizer trying to work things out. 
Although it was, <laughs> you know, it sounded like a real track made by a real producer. One of the things is the, 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 the hiccup sound. Um, most people think that these came out of samples uh, that was sampling a hiccup or something, you know. Uh, it's not indeed, you know, the, the, the original sound behind that hiccup, which if you ask me, I don't know what I did, but I was just messing about with the synthesizer and trying to actually create sounds and not just use presets. I was like very uh, stubborn about, about that in the beginning, you know, I just really wanted to have like my own sounds. And it was basically just a sample of a voice on that uh, dense expansion of the XP50. That was a voice just going, here we go. And somehow it got shortened up and messed about and it sounded like a hiccup, yeah. <laughs> The scene here is it's very fragmented, um, as in you've got like one or two, you know, like good clubs, and they do bring in like international uh, DJs, but it's all at the same time it's like um, it's like the more I would say posh end of techno, and I, I wouldn't say commercial because that wouldn't be fair. You know, it's not really commercial, but it's like uh, they're bringing all the big names. But at the same time, it's it's. Uh, I, I, I think this is common to a lot of small countries, you know. It's very much dominated by whoever gets along with whoever. And then you've got the other side, which I was never like the cool guy, never intended to be, you know, just... Uh, it's not like I'm not the 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 tall dude f filled with tattoos and piercings and so I'm just short, short, fat and look a little bit like 
<laughs> you know, a typical Portuguese guy. Okay, I've got a beard and not a mustache, so that's not so Portuguese, but you know, I'm, I'm like the anti-hero, anti-DJ, sort of. So, but I've, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm not respected, but uh, you know, I'm not within crowd.
imagine DJing for as long as Miguel has means he's got lots of stories to tell. Some of them I couldn't broadcast, I'm afraid. <laughs> Far too incriminating. But I did ask him what are his favourite places to DJ at. That uh, Any place people are into dancing, you know. I've been to like very odd places and always loved it. You know, for at, the, at the moment I can surely say, uh, of course, Castle, because every time I go there I just, just have so much fun and people are really into the music. Uh, this is in Germany, for people who don't know. Um, but uh, I remember playing in like Tel Aviv uh, almost two weeks before the, the war over those parts started, you know? And it was like real, and any, this is, if there's a tip I can give you is, if there's any place where you find it's dangerous or, you know, people are on the brink of, uh, this is a bit of an exaggeration, but losing their life uh, uh, from moment to the other, I can guarantee you it's a big party. I've, I've been like in, into, now Colombia is like a, almost like a heaven for anyone playing there, but I, I played there maybe some 15 years ago on this big event and it was probably like one of their very, well at least that's what they told me, one of their very first electronic music events, you know? And everyone behind, before me was playing like commercial stuff and I was really, uh, I don't know if I can say this, but I was just shitting myself out of my French because I was thinking, okay, I'm, whenever I start playing, I'm, you know, I'm gonna get you know, killed over here because this, what I'm playing is just nothing to do with, with everything else. And it was amazing, you know, because people are, are naturally open-minded, you know, they just, you know, Things, life is rough, so when they go out, they want to have fun. Green. 
almost 10 years ago, uh, I, I, even myself, I made a jump of a total digital setup, you know, and because I, at the time, I totally fell in love with the thing of having like four decks because it allowed me so much more. Well, basically, it was extended the way I was playing without having to worry about having, you know, the decks all in perfect sync and, you know, I, I could just think of the music side of it, you know. And just doing looping effects, not so much. I was never like really crazy about effects. It was more like the flow of the tracks itself. But like doing total mega mega remixes on the fly, and that and that really got me. But after a year or two, I, I think I got asked to play in Switzerland, and they asked me to do just a vinyl set. And I kind of made a compromise to do like a half half. Okay. I would do it off vinyl, but with tractor, and it was doom. You know, <laughs> it was like, okay, forget controllers, forget, forget, forget all this. You know, because this is real fun. You know, okay, it's it's you're 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 walking on the thin line because things sometimes you know get off track, and you know there's some um, train wrecks and stuff. But you know, it's part of life. It's the risk itself that's also the challenging part, you know? I try not to criticize, which is hard, of course, but because uh, you do have an opinion. But I've been on, having been on both sides, I've, I've, I've come back to the, well, not violent vinyl anymore, but I mean, doing more like the traditional DJing to me is so much more fun and it, it keeps you sharp, if you know what I mean. When, when you learn how to beat match, even if you're not gonna do it for the rest of your life, you're learning so much more, you're learning phrasing, you're learning the timing, you're learning where the track peaks and where it drops and, you know, learning all these things and to learn how to respect the track so that, that then you can like totally destroy it at your own will. It, it gives you a perspective totally different from a guy starting today, which has no no, none of these notions sometimes and I try to think as okay I try to put myself as if, as if I was on the floor trying to dance you know DJ Amar and Dramedia versus In The Mist. This is the DJ Z Miguel remix and this appears on a massive compilation that just came out. Uh, this is on UKR 100 with a massive 60 track techno compilation. Incredibly high quality stuff as well. And on April 30th the official release party is taking place. So if you're out in uh, Chicago or Rockford, Illinois, that kind of area and you'd like to win a couple of tickets to go and see that show with Roman Zvodny DJing, Lester Fitzpatrick, Josh Mosley, and a load of other great guys as well, playing some serious techno, then just email me by the 28th of April on TouchBase. That's touch, B-A-S-S, at baseagenda.co.uk. All you need to do to win 
is answer this simple question. UKR is a label currently based in Seattle. Which US state is Seattle in? I'm not really into like the typical Detroit. Okay, I'm probably a lot of listens will switch off right now and curse me. <laughs> but I was never big into the Detroit. I mean, I love my like sort of like electro dreamy stuff, which I always associate a little bit with the, with the Detroit stuff. When it comes to like uh, straight up techno. I mean, Detroit really does not do much for me because it's like uh, I think I think I've heard Dave Clark say something similar. I mean, it's it's very jazzy, and I really am into like the more physical stuff, you know, the stuff that really you know gets your feet feet itching, and, and you feel like going to the dance floor and just you know forgetting about time and space and just you know like dancing like mad, like no one's watching, as they say. I've been uh, this is more like a functional thing you know but lately a lot of Andre Morant have really rocked my boat and so I just 
I, I just wanted to like uh, well not not that he's gonna sell a hell of a lot more and get a lot more bookings because I'm I'm mentioning him but you know it's just a sort of a, a shout out you know uh, I, I don't I don't know what more even talk to him or anything but you know good job basically <laughs> This is Dave Clark and you're listening to Base Agenda. Two more tracks to come in part one of the show. Both of them are tracks that uh, inspired Zima Girl to start making music and to become a DJ. Kicking off with a classic from Joey Beltram, Energy Flash. And I think Joey was, and that record has so much of a sound of its own, you know, that when I, I, I put it on, it was like, damn, this, this is, you know, this is a defining moment, you know, 
even at the time this is like a totally different thing although it's all of the other ones that i've heard so far no one does i had some snares like this guy you know and the kick was hard and the music it was melodic without being really melodic you know like the 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 sort of like speaking synth uh you know and it was just you know out of this world basically and and, and i still play it i still play it every now and then I just go for it you know i wouldn't say i play it every on every set but i still like playing it school rave nostalgia for you with enjoy live from manchester those of you who've heard this before will know it's uh, about 20 odd minutes long so i've done a short edit for you give you a flavor of the thing see if you can find your whistle and some nasal spray before it ends kick.
it has all those elements from the rave time, you know. And it, it comes, come, it, to me, kind of brings me a lot of good memories of how great it was and how uh, how special and sort of futuristic it sounded, you know, at the same time, you know, and it brings back all the all those feelings of being somewhere and not really worrying about your wallet or being mugged or uh, where I'm gonna go next and just, you know, just getting down, just, you know, yeah, in the moment. Well, to be honest, I, I've never ever made any plans, and normally I don't. You know, I just think of the you know making tracks. I've 
if there's one thing, okay, this 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 is a bit something I'm I'm a little proud of is that I've got no unreleased tracks, you know. I do like I've always done, you know, just finish a track or finish two tracks and I say, okay, who am I gonna send next? It can be a friend, it can be a big label. Uh, actually, big labels I think now are more difficult to reach than uh, than it was before, you know, because it's hard to like make yourself heard over the noise. And I, I think even the quality filter has dropped a little bit, you know, that sometimes there's a lot of, uh, I would say, backstage business, you know, it's just, uh, I'll, I'll release you and you release a remix of mine and, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of this doing uh, behind the scene, you know, and sometimes some of the labels are releasing stuff just because, you know, it's, it's a connection to get them somewhere. From point, from point A to B, basically, <laughs> and not so much for the for the music itself. My pl my plan is just basically to keep making noise and just getting bookings that whatever come by, then that sound good, you know. Just staying alive, basically. <laughs> and love out to GJZ Miguel from Portugal for taking part in Base Agenda. Coming up now, we slip into another dimension with the guest mix from Shan X. Yo DJ, what the fuck do you got for me?
Change the molecular structure of our 
are listening to the sounds of Bass Agenda. I'm DJ K1 from Aux 88. Thank you. 
thanks to him for approaching me with it. Really, really pleased he did. Great, great stuff. Keep an eye on him. He's still working on new material. It's bound to surface somewhere in the not too distant future. Thanks again now to DJ Z Miguel, also to Roman Zvodny from UKR for his help with this show. In two weeks' time, a real honour, I'm really pleased to say, we're heading over to Detroit. DJ Nasty, aka Detroit's Filthiest. Have a great weekend. Cheers. <laughs>